video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to another episode of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. I am Jess and I am joined by Craig. Hello, Craig. Hello. And Andy. Hello, Andy. Drunk. We are a trio of gamers from Bonnie, Scotland, to each week keep you up to speed on all things gaming. This week, we're going to run through the latest news, talk all things The Last of Us following the drop of the first episode of the HBO TV series, as well as look at the newest gaming releases with an extra focus on Xbox Year Ahead. Pure Dead Gaming is our website where you can find all our written reviews and additional content, links, etc. New reviews just landed are Chained Echoes, Dragon Quest Treasures and Hubris VR, so go check them out. And lastly, before we get into today's episode, if you haven't yet subscribed to our podcast, follow us on the socials and all that jazz. Go ahead and do so. You won't regret it. Do it. Before we get into things, I just I noticed that you put the new content. I should say that uh, the Dragon Quest review was Deadbeat Punk's debut on the website mm. a fantastically worded review uh, and you can catch him over at what the fuck do you want we should promote that i know you weren't going to do that oh, jess fucking uh, mm. uh, and jess wasn't going to credit him for it which is completely <laughs> fucking out of order i'm sorry punk absolute bitch move uh, and then um chained echoes was done by donny he's got a blue tick on twitter pretty pretty serious guy what uh, how has he got a blue tick he paid for it Oh, is that what happens though? <laughs> oh, eight, eight, eight quid. Eight quid. Is that it? I'm on. What? Yep. <laughs> That's Donny. Uh, and then Hubris was done by myself, but nobody cares about me. No, That's nobody does. Darling. That's fine. Moving on. <laughs> yep, so there you go. There you go. I saved you there, Jess. Honestly, the fucking abuse you'd have got for that. Hmm. Anyway. Everybody's doing reviews apart for you, huh? I fucking did hubris. I just no. said that I just didn't want to give myself no. the, the credit. No, you ghostwriter. Somebody else done it for you. Put your name to it. Uh, that was the boy. <laughs> the boy. How are we all? Oh, grand. Grand. Loving life. Irish today. Grand. Hey, back here, Irish. I'm annoyed. I've been trying to eat a bit healthier and then work. And you're annoyed by it? I'm actually annoyed today because I wasn't, because my plan was to continue to eat quite healthy and then work fucked me and sent, I was literally on my way out the door. I've been, I've been training, so I've been working from home mm. and I was on my way out the door to go to Tesco and get something healthy for lunch and I get called away on a fucking wild goose chase for three hours and I was so and hungry that, that you have to, you had to eat unhealthy. Well, I was running about like a fucking blue ass fly, mm-hmm. and because of that, I went by a McDonald's, and I had to fucking break. No commitment at all. It was shite and all. You could have found something. It a was wee shite. Salad, a couple of leaves. 
You've got I just pulled. Oh, and it's, I could honestly, metal. I could have pulled over to the side of the road and ate the fucking grass, and it'd have been nicer than that McDonald's. It was horrid. McDonald's is horrid, though. I, I, I'm gonna... king for a burger. Burger I don't, I don't want any the... of it. Burger King's brilliant. I don't want any of it. They do I'm the in a healthy chips. zone just now. They do the best chips as well. Nah, they, they, they do do the best chips, but I'm I'm a Hello Fresh guy. We do do. Right, and I'm, I'm oh, a... here we go. <laughs> I'm a Hello Fresh guy. For <laughs> life, bro. For life. <laughs> NWO. Uh, and I just didn't, I didn't want to eat it, and I had to. And I fuck my work. Didn't want to eat it. <laughs> Sat there looking at it. Don't want to eat you. As they would say in The Rock, damn you for putting me in this position. Situation, even. (laughs) Damn you for putting me into this situation. So, what what was the latest meal you had for HelloFresh? What was it we had yesterday? My brain is empty right now. It was some sort of chicken. I was working late. We're supposed to be advertising these guys that we know. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's got nothing to do with it. I just, I can't even think what happened yesterday. I worked late and then you had dinner ready when I came in. It was some sort of chicken and a rice that Nathan thought tasted better than normal rice, but it was just fucking rice. It was like a fajita rice bowl. Um, no one's a fan of rice. There's people that aren't a fan of rice and liars. I'm a fan of rice. I'm a fan of rice. Liars, liars. Yeah, fried rice. Yeah, fucking rice. Right. I had co- coriander in it, which was I think might have been a first for Craig. Get in the bin. <laughs> the coriander that was shite actually. <laughs> coriander, I don't like coriander. No, that's, quite, yeah. that's quite an aftertaste. Mm. Uh, what's that soup? Carrot and coriander. I like carrot and coriander. Mm. I'm not a fan. No. Don't think I'd anyway, food chat over. Let's food glorious food. Hello, fresh and burgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to get this out of the way just before we move on because I'm going to get slaughtered if I don't mention it. Two weeks ago, we did that 2023 preview, and yes. I did not mention Destiny's Lightfall expansion, and I've been roasted for it. And then I said I would rectify it last week, and I didn't. So I put it in bigger letters this week. Mm-hmm, I see that, yeah. And I have now done it. Okay. Uh, Who's roasting you? Destiny fans. Get a fucking life. <laughs> Destiny Lightfall fans. This is our fucking podcast. We can talk about what we want to talk about. If we don't want to inform the people about shitey Destiny, <laughs> we're not going to inform them. Well, this Go is, and look it up yourself. This this retraction's went really well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's out in February, end of February, if you're a Destiny storm Stormtrooper. Mm, um, it never really helped my attention much. It's not my type of game. I've heard the gunplay and it's absolutely the brilliant. It's good, but nah, just nah, for me, really. I just want a 10 hour story and then to bounce. Same. Not, a, Same. not something I return to every. I want to be engrossed, yes. What do you think about uh, the potential WWE sale to the Saudis? Happy with that? I, I don't really watch. Uh, I don't even watch AEW. I don't no. watch wrestling really. I've You're not watching much. I like, I mean, I like wrestling, but I just don't think to watch it in my weekly mm. schedule. Too many other good programs to watch. Be a hell of a story if that goes through, though. Oh, <laughs> like one of the biggest of media companies in America getting fucking sold to the <laughs> and apparently to the murderer well, in plain sight. I know. I seen today as well that Vince McMahon apparently doesn't need any approval from the board to make decisions anymore as well. No, no, he's nice. So he can do what he wants. It's just, I can't. That's the thing. Like, see, I don't know, like, obviously, people that 
sort of don't follow wrestling, but they like see the headlines and stuff like that. Like you don't, they don't even realise how bad it was. Like I hadn't right. been keeping up with it that much. I was talking about this in Discord, like especially over Christmas and the wedding and all that. I hadn't really been keeping up, and then I looked into it, and so I think it was on the twenty seventh of December. Vince called a board meeting to put himself back in power. Mm. And because he can do that, because he technically is, but he was just off the off the board. Yeah. And they unanimously voted no. No, I heard that. Even so, Triple H and Steph said no. So then over the the week that preceded it, he sacked a bunch of them, brought another bunch of people in, sat them in the same seats, maniac. called another meeting, and then shot corner, they all said yes. Right. Apart from the backbone, fucking Triple H changed his vote in a week because he probably thought he was going to get ousted as well. Fuck's sake! And and now the talk is, I mean, whoever he sells to, they're gonna they're gonna keep imagine Vince in the, charge. Imagine the cans bought it. Yeah, there was uh, there was talk. I, yeah. I think Vince is. Good. I think Vince would just even if it was the biggest bid. I think he'd be like, I can't, I can't be seen to be doing that. Oh, but he'll fucking sell it to Saudis. Ah, he doesn't care. Well, he wants to sell it to the Saudis because if they sell it to them, the company goes private and then the whole investigation into him dies. That's why he wants to sell it to them because they won't hand over any financial records and, right. and then it's all, all, the, all the stuff goes away. Boy, Aye, yeah. isn't it? So get it yeah. And I, I said to you, what age is he, 77? Something like that. Mm, like, what, like, at this point in your life, when you're rich enough, why fucking bother? Just, Just retire. Spend your money, enjoy your life. Why is he so power hungry that he wants to continue this shit? If I thought right now I had pocket money for every day for the rest of my life, I would not work another day no. in my life. I would just happily get by it's, and just be done. Hand over to somebody else yeah, yeah, and go, fine, done. Uh, I mean, granted, if he's under investigation, that's maybe not ideal. Well, that's the thing. I mean, he's under investigation for fraud and... If he sells to Disney or anything like that, they'll still have to hand over financial records because yes. they'll be a publicly traded company. Whereas if they go to the Saudis, the Saudis will be like, no. Nah. And then it's dead. Yes. So makes, it makes sense. It's a it's a Hail Mary move and a decent one at that, to be fair. But uh, it doesn't look very good. No. What hmm. also doesn't look very good is Prince Harry. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've genuinely not been keeping up with it. Every time What's I go... Done? Oh, he's ginger. He's released a. Um, <laughs> no, that's not why it doesn't look good. <laughs> he's released his memoir this week, which really? obviously after his Netflix documentary mm. and all that. It's almost that, like, like he timed that. Do you think he timed that? Yeah. That's weird. That imagine having that ready just as the Netflix yeah. documentary finishes. Yeah, but there was one um, quote that I thought you would find interesting. So he said, um, and the, and this is in the the memoir. Days after my return, I had a birthday, September 15, nineteen ninety seven. So this is days after his return from Diana dying. Uh, He's more. I must aye, because she was. Aye, aye, that was that just was after she died. Yeah, yeah. yeah he turned thirteen. I tore at the wrapping paper, the ribbon. I peered inside. Mummy bought it for you shortly before. It was an Xbox. I was pleased. I loved video games. Now, do the math here. Right, because the Xbox yeah. came out in 2001, mm-hmm. and this was 97. So oh, he's a lying shit. <laughs> he's either he's a lying shit Xbox. or maybe, I mean, everyone thinks Tupac's alive. So maybe they'll think Diana's alive, and maybe this is proof that she gave him a present in 2001, and that uh, it was actually a crash mm-hmm. test dummy that was in that car. Or maybe he's just got the console mixed up. Or maybe he's just a fucking lion and an idiot. No, he's obviously not as big a gamer as he thinks he is. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not a gamer I don't think he's a gamer, full uh, no, stop. No, he's not a gamer. He's got too many fucking public functions to 
doing stuff like just sitting. Aye. But it just, see, it's things like that that's so easily verifiable yeah. that folk look at and go, Talking shite. I don't think any of the, what you've said is real here. Because mm. yeah. he's, I mean, that's literally, that's a tug at the heartstrings. That's a, and a, before I got, I, I got, got home. I, the last mm. present she bought me before she died, and I went home, and there it was. I fucking, I can see the box. I can see that Xbox yeah. box. PlayStation Five. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, the Royals are all fucking idiots, but. And why didn't somebody? Because surely somebody proofread that. You would think so, and it's a easy thing to check. Yeah, Aye. I mean, you wouldn't even if you didn't know offhand and go and go. That doesn't make sense. You would go should check that. Aye, that's like one of those wee things you would go. You're making notes Aye. as you go along. Yeah, check that if Aye. it's like dates or anything. Check Aye. it. Yeah, and make sure it's fucking right. Google would sort you out in five but, seconds. Literally, if you sat there reading the Aye. the book, the manuscript, just Google it for two seconds. Because. Aye, it's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Also, speaking of blasts from the past, um, Sony has released a new Walkman. A Walkman? Yeah, wow. 40 years after the original. It's called NWA306. Well, that just rolls Catchy. off the tongue. Catchy, in it? <laughs> um, and it lets you stream like Spotify, but it costs you £349, so why the fuck would you not choose a phone? Yeah. So... Doesn't so have internet, Walkman. you can't get messages or nothing like that on it. It's literally just like a music. music streaming device. Right, so if you can't get messages on it and doesn't have the internet, how does oh, it have to it be must... tethered does it have to be tethered to your phone? I don't know. I didn't look into the technicalities of it, but it just said like it's not like a Fuck me, by the way. See if the thing has to be connected to your phone through Bluetooth. Probably. Why? So you, instead of pressing the Spotify button on your phone, you're connecting another device that costs £350 <laughs> via Bluetooth <laughs> to your phone. So it's running down your phone battery at the same fucking time. Mm. That sounds atrocious, man. All the fucking all the all the posse will have them though. That'll be the that'll be the wee thing you clip onto your fucking belt and your I remember when the cool. first iPod came out and it was the white one mm. with the click wheel. I've got. I've still got one upstairs. The wee tiny wee yeah, mini. Yeah. I've got an iPod Touch mm. still, but the, I, I just remember the yeah, and being able to. It was so cool at the time, wasn't it? It was so amazing. The the, the thought blew my mind. That I could have all my albums in one place. And I just remember like listening to them as I was going to bed. Yeah, and it was just like this is a fucking amazing. I was just like, I think I'll listen to this album now. Maybe this one. I used to have this like really nice like cover for it, mm. and it sort of slipped in. So it just looked like a USB drive. And you would just go around plugging it in and like, right. ah, it was, awesome. it was class. Yeah. That was, it felt so fucking cutting edge at the time, yeah. that. And I remember I had a car that had a USB port on it. And so I was able to plug it into like my uh, CD player in the car back in like, what, 2006 or something like that. And you're like, oh, this is fucking amazing now. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Just, I don't think children appreciate, like, I don't know, some of the struggles and things that you had to go through when you were younger, like that. Um, like, like, downloading a song tapes. and, uh huh. Like, I. <laughs> downloading songs? What's this? <laughs> um, my... tell, tell us more about this. No. This not... sounds highly illegal. N- mm-hmm. No. I mean, when you had to search one song at a time. Yeah. I um, don't know about any of that. But I Lime had wire. a device that. 
um, I can't even remember what brand it was or whatever, but it wasn't an iPod. It, I wasn't, I couldn't afford an iPod at this point. Or I don't even know if they were out, to be fair, but it was like a battery operated MP3 player. So you mm-hmm. had to put like double A's or triple A's, whatever it was in it. Right. And I used to like travel quite frequently to my dad's house who stays like four hours away eh, when I was maybe like 13 or 14. And I remember like being on the shitty mega bus and so many times like my battery would be dying and I'm like, oh no, I'm going to run out of music. <laughs> and I would literally, yeah, I'd be <laughs> taking them out, rubbing the battery. Nah. Try to get, oh, maybe just one more song. Come on, come on. Oh, it was yeah. painful. But yeah. And then, I used to, and then did you do the locomotion? Oh, for God's sake. No, I don't get any um, joke though. What about CD said, players? On, I had CD on. players as well, and you used to get the ones that they said, they said they had the anti skip, but as soon as you moved, it was like, ah, yeah. no, that never worked. Aye. I, I used to, I loved my mini disc player as well. I was annoyed I was that they never, never took that. off. Mm. Never done that. Because no, they were quite. Been. It was like, remember when it first came out, it was Blu-ray and HD, mm-hmm. HD, DVD. DVD, aye. And it was like a battle, because Blu-ray was obviously blue at the top, and it was like red, I think, or maroon coloured. Aye. It was like HD, HD DVD. Yeah. See, it just doesn't roll off the tongue. I know. Blu-ray, HD DVD. Uh, <laughs> I love my mini-disc player. I just loved the, I loved the design of the mini-discs. The wee square, like, they looked like mm. fucking floppy discs. I thought they were cool as fuck, but it just, it was never going to take off. See, I like the th- I like the action of putting something. That's why I like vinyl because I like the thought of putting something on yeah. and having something physical to to hold and look at, and just makes it more. Aye, aye. That the vinyl's always going to be about because of that. Yeah, you're always going to have the collectors and sounds better as well. It does sound better. There is that. Do you know what doesn't sound better? Mm. A fucking sex noise on BBC. Yeah, I know that was <laughs> funny. I fucking love that. <laughs> Why not have a delay? I mean, hmm. what the fuck? They usually do, actually. They usually have seven seconds. Why didn't oh. they fix that? That's weird. We obviously didn't there, or they weren't quick enough yeah. or something. And you would also think there's definitely like a phones on silent rule. It's Aye. absolutely. Somebody's I, fucked up. It's an intern or a camera guy. Absolutely. You see fucking Lineker's face, and he's like, ah. And then, and then it goes again and he breaks because he's like, I've heard this noise many times. <laughs> Gary, ne- Gary Neville's always sending me this fucking video. <laughs> oh, another thing I saw. Uh, Sean Ashmore, the main protagonist from Quantum Break. I can't remember. He's, oh, his yeah, face yeah. is dead familiar to me. He's yeah. in lots of TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, he tweeted saying uh, that he was really in and wanted to do a sequel for Quantum oh, Break. Great. I remember playing that, it was decent. I, I've always meant to play it and I've never got round to it, but I love Remedy games, so mm-hmm. like I thought it'd be cool. And I remember yeah. you playing it actually yeah. and saying it was really good. Um, but it's now like stirred loads of rumours that oh, Quantum Break 2 is coming because uh, Sam Lake, he's like the creative director, I think, of Remedy, he'd like quote tweeted the guy's tweet and put like a love heart or something like that. And so then everyone was like, oh, it's happening, it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's not fucking happening. We spoke before, like Remedy are making about fucking 25 games and now they've got like six control games, they're remaking fucking Max Payne 1 and 2, they're doing Alan Wake 2. Control? Like, uh, oh aye, they're doing multiple control projects, oh, they've got like six games on the go, see even if they decided that now they wanted to do a Quantum Break, like, well we're not going to be alive to see it, I've got <laughs> fucking four years max in me. <laughs> Maybe six with this Hello Fresh. That's true. <laughs> You're, you're, dead slowly, quick, everyone. you're slowly uh, regressing the rot inside <laughs> you. With all fucking Pepsi Max that you've been drinking for 38 years. Well, with the wonders of HelloFresh, <laughs> you too can become an athlete. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I just don't know how you're alive with the amount of Pepsi Max you've consumed. At a certain point, your body becomes accustomed to it, and then you just... Your blood's Pepsi Max. Aye. Like, I have serious... If I don't drink a Pepsi Max for, like, eight hours, yeah, like, I feel... Head. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously? Oh, it's worse than a sore head. I feel like I'm fucking dying. You get the shoes. Oh. <laughs> but why would you go eight hours without a Pepsi Max? <laughs> I mean, like, I only sleep for five oh, hours a night, so... Uh, of course. How silly of me. <laughs> why are you looking at me with disgust? You married this. It is bad, isn't it, Jess? It was a mistake. It's really bad. It was a fucking mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking kids were a mistake. Hear that? Listening from the past. I really just drink tea. I only have a Pepsi Max if I'm over here, really. I like Mrs. Doyle. (laughs) I drink water. (laughs) Just to get that in there. I try to drink water, but it's just so bland. Let him fucking win. <laughs> See water. It's it's the and it, I mean it literally is the drink equivalent of rice. <laughs> <laughs> fucking terrible man. Sit there and eat your rice and have your fucking water. Oh my god. Horrendous I mean, you're, man. Thinking, you're just thinking boiled rice. Yeah. I mean, you love you must you must like fried rice. Fried rice is amazing. Oh Jess, isn't it? Fried rice. Yes. Oh my god. You need to get a chicken fried rice, don't you? I used oh. to Do you know what he used to do? Wait till I tell you this story. He used to get from the there was a particular Chinese local to us that did a really nice chicken fried rice. Mm-hmm. Okay? No, they did a really nice chicken that came with fried rice. Right, no, it was a chicken fried rice dish. But what he would do, because they didn't mix it in, you know how well, quite put the chicken on top. Chicken was on top. Lazy. So yeah. what he would do was he'd order it. He'd take the chicken off, oh, disregard no. the rice, and just eat the chicken. Aye. Why didn't you just order the chicken? Because they, it was different chicken they used, wasn't it, to be fair? Yeah. It was different chicken they used in the chicken fried rice, okay. and it was really good. Right. And so I would take the chicken off the top and I'd throw the rest in the bin. Oh, my God. And I used, oh it, I used it as a wee side dish. Oh, my God, you're driving me mental. I know. Or that fried rice. Latter- that well, no, this Latterly, is I used to give the fried rice to yeah, Jess. Yeah, right, we okay. came to an agreement where I would get the rice <laughs> of his discarded chicken fried rice. <laughs> oh, man. I'm amazing. <laughs> See, with chicken fried rice, I found this out recently. When you go to places and they just give you, like, chicken and rice, obviously it's just called chicken fried rice, so the big... They can forgiven for just giving you that, but when you go places that go the extra mile and they give you peas, mm. the bits of egg, mm-hmm. and then the ham, mm-hmm. but that's spam. You know that? Mm. It's actually oh. spam because you know how it's usually perfectly cured. Yeah, yeah. That's why because yeah. it's out of a fucking tin and they just cut it up. Mm. And we see I, when I was when I was just a wee guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was and I wasn't as adventurous. With I remember my... you used to always get a chicken breast with gravy and chips. Remember? Well, I used to get that. From the Chinese, which is always yeah. really good, mm-hmm. but also a chicken Maryland. <laughs> and you would fucking hell, the one guy that gets the European dishes. <laughs> you would get it was amazing. You yeah, would Chinese. get you would get chips. You would get a chicken and breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. You would get a bit of spam that was amazing because they fried it. Uh, you'd get a sausage. <laughs> you'd get a sausage. A sausage. Aye, and it's you would a get aye. Love a sausage. <laughs> uh, what are you laughing at? Uh, and you get a couple of other things. It was oh, you would get a pineapple, a battered pineapple. Oh, that's right. Good, oh. and sometimes a battered uh, banana as well. With a fling at, 
Oh, banana. Banana, banana from the, banana from the I, Chinese is really good. <laughs> I shouldn't admit this, right? See, with the battered banana, I would cut off the batter and I would eat the batter and fling the inside away. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't use the batter and then fill it with your chicken. Stuff your chicken in. That's a fucking great idea, that, isn't it? Isn't it? I could have done that. I've not had a chicken Maryland in... Years. 20 year. Really? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you got a big chicken brace with gravy and chips? Probably at the same time. Really? Aye, I moved mm-hmm. in. I moved into stuff like uh, smoked shredded chicken and stuff like that after that. I branched mm-hmm. out. You should go back and get a bit I nostalgic and get your chicken and gravy. I might, I might do it. Yeah, we right. always end up talking about food. I was going to say, we've got a lot to get through in this episode, yeah. so I'm going to push us along from the food chat and move on to games. Right, can you try and get us a, a sponsorship with a Chinese uh, local establishment? Oh, the Jasmine. The Jasmine, yeah. if you're listening. If they're listening, right. Right, that's enough. Let's move on to this week's biggest releases. It is an Xbox kind of week. The three biggest releases are also coming to PlayStation, but all three are free, quote, with Game Pass, which means free if you've got Game Pass. Yeah, people got that. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Persona 3 Portable that comes out January 19th. There's also Persona 4 Golden, that's January 19th also, and Monster Hunter Rise, January 20th. Three, I mean, they're not three games I'm particularly interested in, but they're three big games. Uh, I think this might be the first time those Persona games have been on Xbox, and they're like massively critically acclaimed, especially 4, I believe, it's like in the 90s. And uh, Mon- Is it the kind of thing you need to know the story? Could you jump in at 3 or 4? I'm not sure, because I've considered jumping in at some point, but I don't really know the answer to that. Okay. I'm sure someone can tell us. I think they do have a sort of... I think they do kind of follow on from each other, but also have like a contained story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very, very hardcore Japanese RPGs, though. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool. And uh, I we spoke about Monster Hunter Rise before. I think that's going to be huge on Game Pass. Those Monster Hunter games do pretty well. It's the first time this one has been on PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, it came out on Switch before, is that right? Has it been out on Switch? It came out on Switch in January 2021, I think. And then I know it's been ported. Okay, so this week's Deal of the Week that we have sourced the internet for and found is the Callisto Protocol. So this only came out in... 2nd of December. Yeah, so it's new-ish and mm-hmm. already the price has dropped to thirty four ninety nine online. Um, on Amazon. It's on Amazon, but I think like Asda and Vary and right. a lot of the retail establishments have price matched it. It's still full price, but I looked on playstation like store right. digitally but if you want the physical edition 34.99 barg doesn't it take long these days don't it? No. No. they drop so fucking quickly i think especially i saw an article saying that it hadn't sold as well as they expected mm. and so straight away they'll be like right well let's fucking capitalize yeah. let's drop it and see what we can do um cut the losses and just try and get as many sales as possible it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't think it's sold badly. Like, it has been in the charts and stuff like that. I just think they said it was like, I don't know, you, you know, they've got their internal projections. I think yeah, it was just, I, I think they always are, though. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's been very divisive, the game. I really enjoyed it, but I can understand why people didn't. So, 
But thirty four ninety nine, it's a pretty decent price, especially physically because you can then resell it. Uh, so I not bad. Uh, for four quid. Yep. Whoa! 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 <laughs> Oh. Get it, Rory, get it. So there's a big spider in the living room. Oh, and it's oh moving God, towards oh us. God. It's moving towards <laughs> us. Ah! Ah! Rory, where did you go? Get I'm it. Trapped. Oh, my God, simmer down. <laughs> I'm going to put my feet up now. <laughs> Do you want Rory over next to you just Aye. for protection? Let's <laughs> get his tool. That's too short. I know, isn't it's it? It's well too short, man. You need it to be at least fucking three metres. That's what she said. I want to be... <laughs> I want to be this side of the room. And getting it... What for it was there? I didn't do that. So that was an ordeal, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep on that in. <laughs> Uh, where were we off before the spider appeared? We'd finished deal of the week. Right, yeah. cool. So we just wanted to take a quick dive into Big Phil's knickers and see what we think of Xbox's prospects in 2023. So let's start with a few listener questions we got in over the festive period that actually prompted this segment. Xbox 2023, gut check. Harry first up said, is this actually the year of Xbox? Yes. Broad question, is but is it? I think it will be. I think the, the games that were supposed to come last year that are definitely going to come this year. Oh, yeah, I suppose a lot of delays, wasn't there? And then presumably they had stuff internally planned last year that was going to come this year that might still come. And then I had a look, right? So games that are... like Well, there's like 50-odd games so far that are confirmed for Game Pass this year, but I just wrote down a few of the like most notable ones. So even that just this week, Persona Three, Persona Four, Monster Hunter Rise—they're not for us, but they're big fucking games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atomic Heart—we're both yep. li- we're all looking forward to that. Wolong Final Dynasty—looking forward to that. Flintlock, a siege—the Siege of Dawn, Forza Motorsport, Minecraft Legends, The Last Case of Benedict Fox, Ark Two. GoldenEye, 007, Hollow Knight Silk Song, Lies of P, Party Animals, Redfall, Replaced, Stalker 2, Starfield, and then you might have Hellblade 2, you might have a couple others, so I think, I don't think they can fail this year, like they've got so many, even if a couple of those get delayed, there's still, that's, I mean most of those games are coming out in the first, or scheduled coming out in the first half of the year, so we don't even know what's coming later than that, mm-hmm. so I don't think they can have a bad year, really. Unless something catastrophic happens, which we'll get into like later. More delays. <laughs> aye, which we'll get into in the news. Yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. get into the news, but I no, I think they're gonna have a big year, a really fucking big year. Um. Uh, next question from the Disco Strangler: Why do teams like Square Enix with Final Fantasy and Slow Clap with Sifu give PS a year or more third-party exclusivity, but not on Xbox? It's often three months. It's a great Brooklyn Nine Nine reference. That oh, that's where it's from. I, yeah. I, I caught me for a second as well, but oh, the Disco Strangler yeah. is the guy that's got, <laughs> that does them with the yo-yos. Yeah, um, yeah I like that. 
you can write in again. Got my permission. <laughs> um, I think it's just because I think we spoke about it before. Like I don't know. See on PlayStation, like because there's not, you don't get games day one for free. Really, I think folk on PlayStation are more used to having to buy stuff day one. So I think a lot of the time, if you go on Xbox day one and you're maybe going on Game Pass, then you probably want to go on to the other platform sooner. So they're probably less. The developers or the publishers are probably less apt to give like a year unless the money's right. Yeah. Like you've got to imagine it. Let's say that. Say it as like a third-party game like Atomic Heart on Game Pass. Now it's coming to PlayStation the same day. But say that did have exclusivity, they would probably go to Xbox and go right. Well, how much will you offer us? And they'll go well. If you want us for a year, you need to give us this much because we're going to be losing a lot of sales. If it's only going to be mm-hmm. three months, then we'll will take a bit less and you'll still have that exclusivity but then we'll go on PlayStation after. Yeah, I suppose 12 weeks is like a enough of a duration that if it's on one platform, like there may be hype built from that and there, it's still new enough that people are like, oh yeah, that came out, I quite yeah. fancy checking out when it does come to their platform. But if it's a year down the line, people have then forgotten about Aye. it. Oh, and that's that old game, uh-huh. even though it's just come out. Like, uh-huh. mm-hmm. Like, I think, I don't know, like, I fucking loved Sifu, gave it my game of the year, but it comes to Xbox, I think, in, it's either February or March, and, like, I wonder how big a seller that will be on Xbox, because a lot of Xbox gamers will be like, oh, that's last year's game, mm-hmm. even though it's just came out to them. Yeah. I could actually, I could still see that going on Game Pass, because I don't know that it'll sell that well. Maybe. It should. It's fucking awesome. I'll buy it to get a thousand G. But uh, and a chance to play it again, but um, but I, I think it's just because of that. I think it's, it's it comes down to money at the end of the day. Whatever they think they can make the most on, and there is still like sales figures show that more games get bought on PlayStation. So I don't think you want to be off the platform for a year. That is true. Um, we should also mention that it appears Xbox will be taking the approach many companies have and streamlining in 2023. So there is a tweet from Mark Kleinman who said, Microsoft is preparing to axe thousands of jobs globally as it becomes the latest tech giant to respond to signs of a slowing economy. An announcement about the cuts could come ahead of its second quarter earnings announcement next week. It's a shame, but it's gonna happen everywhere, isn't it? Like, I think we're all, the three of us, are in a position where our jobs are like unlikely to come under threat. But there is thousands of people that, aye, it's gonna be rough. I remember even a year ago, me and I think it was Chris in the Discord were having a discussion, and we were saying like people think this pandemic's coming to an end, but when the actual pandemic part of it comes to an end that's when like it could get worse in terms yeah. of like the financial aspect of it because the blowback on it's going to be mental there's going to be jobs getting lost left and right all these price hikes like aye mm. uh, it's a shame like people will use it to sort of batter xbox because they're letting people go while also trying to buy activision for 68 billion so they clearly have the money that yeah. they could keep folk about but every company's doing it sony did it last year other companies will continue to do it again in the news we'll talk about a company that fucking needs to do it um, it's just life but shite sorry we'll continue to build Peel Dead Gaming and we will hire this is my promise to all these people that lose their job at Microsoft we will hire you uh, for Peel Dead Gaming HQ I but you're just going to be able to pay them in Hello Fresh free trials <laughs> aye vouchers aye yeah <laughs> 
Hi. And the, and, the dinner. In the future, we are heading towards a meal voucher might become very, mm. very <laughs> appealing to some people. That is true. Very lucrative. Okay, so time for what we've been playing, the games that we've been playing. So, Craig, you've definitely not, definitely not been playing, definitely not fried chicken, definitely. Oh, yeah, this fried is, chicken, this definitely is, not. This is class. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's a game called Definitely Not Fried Chicken. And mm. think two point hospital, two point campus, uh, except you are in charge of a fried chicken joint. Mm. But it's not a fried chicken joint, it's a front, it's a drug operation. Ooh. So it's basically a drug simulator. Uh, <laughs> Who's this allowed? Well, I, don't, I think that, I think it was supposed to come out earlier, but it wasn't oh, really. Oh, cool. I know. It wasn't being allowed. So at what the moment. The fuck? At the moment, it's only coming to PC and early access, Ugh. but it's cool as fuck, it right? Does look cool. the, the idea behind it sounds quite fun, actually. Yeah. yeah. So we got a code last week. It comes out. I think the day this podcast launches in, in early access. I've played maybe two, three hours of it so far. It's really fucking cool. You do the tutorial, right? And in the tutorial, you actually do run a chicken establishment and it just sort of takes you through how to place items down how to like make a new room put a door in and stuff like that and the guy that you're working for that's trying to get you to restore this chicken fast food joint is clearly the colonel right right but he's called like the fucking deputy or something i can't remember what his name is the major he, the major that's it <laughs> but he looks can you see him he looks exactly yeah like the fucking colonel Ah, yeah, I see. Yeah. It's total rip-off. Ah, it's fucking class. It uh, does look cool. I like this. So, as soon as you do get this chicken establishment that is legit back on its feet, he sacks you and then just makes a mockery of you. So, then another business owner comes to you and says, right, we're going to give you this plot of land for free. You can open up a chicken chicken establishment. Um, so, you build your wee thing. Your, your outline of your shop, and it's like, right, okay, so this is where you'll put the room to grow the weed. And you're like, what? <laughs> and it's like, so you'll need four containers, and then you'll need a drying area. And oh, uh, But on uh, where these uh, beds are for the weed, you'll need to get some lamps, because you need to have them at the right temperature. <laughs> and it just goes from there. You, you bra- branch off into other drugs, and you have to basically run a drug empire out of a chicken shop. And it's really fucking cool. It's... The only thing I would say so far is, and it might be something that will become less of an issue as you go further on, but it's quite in-depth. Like, I don't know, I mean, even just that beginning bit there where you're putting down the beds for like the weed farm, you then put lamps down, but then you can click on the lamp and there's loads of different settings within each lamp to have it at a certain fucking temperature that's ideal for whatever it is you're trying to grow. Right. And you're like, I don't know if they needed to go That'll this be. far in. It's quite a lot. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot to remember. It's a lot to... I think they maybe should uh I don't know. The joke's funny enough and the building's really cool. I don't know if they needed to like mm. uh, go that deep with it, but it's it's cool. It's really fucking cool. I'll be playing more of that. <laughs> and the only other things I've been playing, I went back to Cyberpunk 2077. I've restarted it. I did query why you'd done this because you've got lots of other games you want to try and get through. You've been trying to do Elden Ring as well. And I'm like, why are you playing Cyberpunk again? It's so fucking good. I just woke up one morning. I think it was a Saturday, <laughs> Friday, Saturday. 
And I was like, honestly, there's not a week goes by where I don't think about restarting this game. And I was just like, <laughs> I need to do it. I need to do it. I've not played it since the like current gen version came out. It looks so much nicer. It runs amazing. What a fucking game. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a great time with that, but I've spoken about it at length in the past. Uh, and I am playing Elden Ring, which I'm enjoying. I think I'll stick with it. I've beat two bosses. Do you think they'll ever put Elden Ring in Game Pass? They might. They'll definitely wait until it's like extracted as much yeah. as it can, but it must be close to that. I mean, it sold something like fucking 10, 15 million copies or something. I don't even know. It might even be more than that. I don't know. Yeah. It sold a lot. It's good for so, stage, isn't it? Aye. So at a certain point, if they're not getting that many sales, then why not? It'd be a hell of a get as well, even just like to say, oh, we have this product. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, I, I do really like it, but so the whole thing that everyone seems to love about Elden Ring is the fact that just the sort of sense of exploration and you don't really know where you're going and you're just wandering about and then you bump into this or that or the other. And I do like that, but at the same time, I'm always so busy that I want to feel like I'm making progress when I'm playing something. And sometimes I sit down and I start going in a direction and I'm like... Oh, but what if I'm just going in the complete wrong fucking direction? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you'll go in a direction and you'll see an enemy and it doesn't matter how good you are, he'll just fucking one-hit you and you're dead and you're like, right, so I'm, really? I'm obviously not levelled up enough to be here. I'll mm-hmm. go in the other direction. So I found myself quite a lot loading up like YouTube and going to guides and being like, where should I go next? Mm-hmm. And what I've even been doing is like, I went into PSN profiles and looked at like, I don't know, one of the most recent people to platinum the game because all the trophies are pretty much beat this enemy, beat this enemy. And I've been looking and I've been looking at the order that the person, whatever random person I chose, mm-hmm. uh, whatever order they beat the bosses and going, right, so that's the boss I'll go for next because that must be the natural order. Mm-hmm. And then I've been YouTubing, where would you find this boss? And then heading towards it. So I sort of, I, I kind of wish they did have more. On the map, there's n- there's not really any markers of, there's a slight line telling you where to go, but not really, you really are out on your own. And so I've been using my laptop to find out where I'm meant to be going. Do you think that takes away from the experience though? Like, Possibly, I. It's good, it is good. It's just not, I don't know, the combat's not massively for me. It's really frustrating when you just get fucking dicked on constantly but then it does feel great when you finally beat something mm. Aye, that's me uh, I have been playing Omno Omno don't know how to pronounce it um, it's one of these little short little pa- platform puzzler type games mm-hmm. it just landed on January's dump of Playstation Plus games Playstation Plus X extra whatever it's called yeah <laughs> um yeah just a, a short little game i think it's like two hours or something like that to complete i won't like i've only played about an hour of it um but it, it's good it's one of these nice kind of nice art style i would say it's very relaxing it's got a lovely soundtrack that makes you feel like i don't know you know the kind of music you get when you're like in a spa or something it looks relaxing mm. like it's kind of pastel colors and stuff in it yeah yeah um, it's quite pretty. Some nice wee puzzles so far. It's just you know it's very basic, and mm. but I quite I quite like these kind of games. I play so I play quite a lot of them. Um, it's a trophy situation. It's a good one for completionists. About sixty seconds in, <laughs> ping, I heard. 
fucking Andy. So Andy's fucking dick perked up when you heard completion. noise. Yeah, I think I've got three or four already, and I've only played like an hour. So fucking hell, look at me, he's fucking um, erect over there. I'm salivating. Oh fuck, there's that spider. Oh, point. <laughs> Is it? No. <laughs> um. Fuck so off. yeah, that's that. I've played that. Cool. But I think if you're looking for like a little in betweeny game, ah, it's something you just, can knock out pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, if you've you know just completed Elden Ring and you're fucked off, just play this. It'll chill you out for two hours. Why well, you got to say complete Elden Ring? <laughs> Try to fucking rub it in. He said I'm not going to complete Elden Ring. Well, you know. Do you not believe in me? Fucking horrible! That can't believe you did that. Can't believe you ran me down like that in my own my own place of business. Have you Andy, you played it? I'm afraid not. I've been on the game console much. Okay, okay. Okay, well, with that, we shall move to this week's news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. I was First up, Xbox Developer Direct Show is in fact coming January 25th at 8pm, just like we said. In fact, the entire rumour was right on the money, even down to Starfield skipping the show and getting its own blowout further down the line. Yeah, I think this might be the most accurate leak in history. It was a bit odd last week when they were like, yeah, so there's this rumour and it's uh, the 25th. And uh, it's like, it's going to be out at eight pm, and uh, yeah, it's not going to have Starfield, but it is going to have these games. And then within twenty four hours, they fucking confirmed it. Like, I would guarantee that Jez Corden was leaked that information by someone, possibly even Phil Spencer. It was the most <laughs> yeah. controlled leak in fucking history. Yeah. Uh, they've even they've come out today and said. Um, that they expect the showcase will run for 43 minutes. Oh, that's precise. So that, again... Uh, can't even just say 40 minutes and be fucking (laughs) done with it. No, 43. Yeah. So what are we expecting to see then at this? I think they're going to... They've said they're going to show Forza, Motorsport, Redfall, uh, Minecraft Legends, and some other stuff. Interesting rumour has came up Mm -hmm. that they might also show GoldenEye, and it might be released before the end of the month. So it might mm. be one of these. They show it and they, they release and then it. And it's live. Mm. Aye. And so when this popped up, I thought to myself, when did we first start talking about this fucker? It was January <laughs> last year. It was a fucking year ago because we thought it was coming in January 2022 because achievements, people had started popping achievements on it a year ago. And it's still not here. Damn you, Russia. Mm. So it was 98 it came out, so the, aye, this is the 26th year now then. Or is this, twi- no, is this 25th year yeah. anniversary? Mm. So maybe that makes more sense. They've not held it for that though. No, I know, but... They've held it to annoy me. <laughs> I don't even fucking want to play it, but I'm just annoyed that it's not here. I want it. I want the tile on my fucking console. <laughs> um... Yeah, there's also been rumours flying about. I don't believe them, though, but that Forza has been delayed. At the moment, it's supposed to come in spring 2023. I'd heard March or April 
but then there was rumours over the last day or two that apparently it has slipped, but I can't, I just, I don't know. They've already said it's going to be a game that they're bringing out and then they're going to like use it as like a service and add to. So I would imagine, even if it comes out slightly shorter in content, I think there's no way they're delaying another year. So I think we'll get a date for it on the 25th. But yeah, that's that's kind of what we're going to... I mean, there's obviously going to show us more if it's 43 minutes, but I think you'll get quite a lot on, on Forza and Redfall. I think they'll get at least 10 minutes each. Mm-hmm. Should yeah. be good though. Looking forward to it. Mark your calendars, twenty fifth of January. And this the, the kind of news from that also feeds into our next story, which comes from YouTube and podcast personality Mr. Matty Plays. He said on a recent podcast that Bethesda currently do not have a date for Starfield, and that there's a good chance it'll be pushed into the second half of twenty twenty three. His source is one that he trusts and has an excellent record of being right. So yeah, obviously the fact that. They've said it's it's not going to be at the showcase. Would yeah. Well, I would just like to say that we also have a source who is has a great record of being right, and he sat right over there on the couch, (laughs) curled up trying to hide from a spider, and he says that Starfield isn't real. No, it's not coming out. So (laughs) uh, sorry, Matty, but um, the delay is actually indefinite because it's not a real game. Nope, it's a crudely made mod for Fallout Four. And poor Ryan picked it for his fantasy critic first pick. I'm yeah, sure that was a silly pick because it's yeah, never coming out. Nah, that's that's the move of somebody that came last last year. <laughs> 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 oh, poor Ryan! And he needs to be careful because I've already said there's a Duns prize at the end of this year, and it's not going to be something that you're going to want. So everybody needs to get their finger out. Um. Yeah, so yeah, I, 11th of November never happened. It's, yeah, first half of 2023 seems like that it's probably not going to happen. We've been talking about this recently. I just, I don't think it's coming in the first half of 2023. Like, we're hearing rumours in like July or August last year that developers were saying, we can't get the flying to feel fun. And you're like, right. And that was a strong rumour. <laughs> and then they said they're delaying it from November. And it wasn't like they said delayed for polish. It was delayed because it needed delayed. Now, mm-hmm. a game that size, if that needs to be delayed for more than polish, to me, that's more than six months. And I think that's... I think we said this last week, but I think that's why it's not at this showcase because they know they can't show it again without, without date, putting a date yeah, on it. Yeah, definitely. So they'll wait until they know what the date's going to be and then they'll do mm-hmm. a showcase. And they can easily say, ah, but we're not doing it because uh, we want to give it its own thing. Mm-hmm. Which it should probably get its own thing anyway, but it it reads well. Yeah. I think I think late summer at the earliest. September between I maybe August. Between August and November, I think it'll come out. Well, we shall wait and see. Another on the on the subject of delays. Last Wednesday Ubisoft confirmed it's once again delaying. <laughs> Skull and Bones, and also cancelling the development of three unannounced games. The three titles in question weren't named, but in the case of the troubled pirating experience, the publisher says it will now launch for PS5 and Xbox Series early in the 23-24 fiscal year. This would suggest a summer release. So funny, man. <laughs> so funny. I mean, we did that 2023 preview and we just had Skull and Bones done as a lol. And it's mm. fucking delayed again. 
It's it's ridiculous. It's so people have been playing this game for a year and a half. They aren't allowed to talk about it. Aye, like fucking YouTubers with two thousand followers and stuff like that. Like I've been on these playtests for a year and a half. This fucking thing just will not come out. We got a write-in uh, from Dave saying three cancelled games, but if we got a pe- uh, sorry, they cancelled three games, but if we got a petition together, would they also cancel Skull and Bones? <laughs> and the answer is no, because it's partly funded by um, the government, and so... How is it funded government? by the government? Uh, there's, it's like, I can't remember. Look up. <laughs> Ubisoft funded government. I can't remember what country it is. Singapore. 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 So it's been made by a studio over in that neck of the woods and they got a lot of funding from the government to help make the game happen. And so part of this is it has to release. They have to bring the game out mm. because they got fucking millions mm-hmm. from a government to make it. <laughs> Singapore government. I mean, why they haven't just cut bait and went, right, the game is a fucking six out of ten. Here you go. Aye. We've released it. Fucking leave us alone. Okay. Um, because every time they delay it, then they're spending more money on it, and it just does not seem like the type of game that's got a chance of delivering. But, aye, they can't help themselves. But there's more problems now. Obviously, so they've cancelled another three games. Ubisoft's in a lot of trouble. In the last year, they've cancelled. I think it's seven games. Like, that's seven games that have been started, they've spent loads of money on, and then they've just cancelled. They can't seem to get fucking anything out the door. Like, where the fuck is... That Prince of Persia game that was almost ready from some Wii studio, and they basically binned it and they're redoing it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, a, an Assassin's Creed VR game that folks say is almost ready. It's never even been announced. That's fucking nowhere. That Assassin's Creed Mirage looks great, but where the fuck is it? They can't seem to get anything out. And, like, I was listening to... Was it IGN? I think it was an IGN thing. And they were saying that um, Ubisoft currently has about 20,000 employees. Hoofed. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. We're talking about, like, Xbox cutting their staff. These fuckers need to cut their staff. They need to downsize. That's fucking ridiculous yeah, having that's, that many. that salary bill must be huge. And you're cancelling games left yeah. and right. Like, we spoke about it last year, but that Yves Gilmont, who's the owner, he was on a conference call, and he basically fucking had a wee skirt on and was fucking waving his knickers in the air trying to get somebody to buy them. Like, he said something like, out of nowhere, completely unprompted, he was like, yeah, um, we can't say that there won't be uh, an offer or a purchase. Um, we're not ruling that out. Wink, wink. Basically, been like, can someone please buy us? But I don't think anybody wants to take twenty thousand employees on. No. So if they want to sell at this point, they're going to have to streamline themselves and make themselves more attractive to yeah, to a buyer. To a buyer, yeah. and like that's possibly why we get that Assassin's Creed stuff last year. Because a buyer year. doesn't want to come on and buy them, and then the first thing they do is sack staff. It exactly. Look great. And like them to do it. The, like one of the articles about Skull and Bones said, like it's been a design hell due to a classic case of mismanagement for yeah. however many years, and that's obviously part of the issues that they're having. Like mm-hmm. so many problems, and like I, that Assassin's Creed 
uh, showcase they had last year where they were like, oh, we're making Assassin's Creed Red, Assassin's Creed Blue, Assassin's Creed Mirage, this Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Mobile, all this stuff. And you're like, it's as if they're going, look what we've got coming. Like, anyone who buys us, you'll have all these Assassin's Creed games and they sell really well. Like, I'd be stunned if Ubisoft doesn't downsize massively, start selling off part of their IPs or get sold outright in 2023. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I touched on this earlier, but the PlayStation Extra and Premium Tier games for January should now be live and are as follows. So PS Plus Extra, we've got Back for Blood, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, that's on PS5, Devil May Cry 5, that's on PS4, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, PS4, Erika, PS4, Jet, The Far Shore, that's PS5 and PS4, Just Cause 4, PS4, Life is Strange, PS4, Life is Strange Before the Storm, PS4, and Omno, which I have all played already. And on the PS Plus Premium tier, you've got Hot Shots Golf 2, which is a PS1 game, Star Wars Demolition, also a PS1 game, and Siphon Filter 3, also a PS1 game. Decent lineup. Sorry, right. you loved Siphon Filter, didn't you? Yeah, they don't. I mean, they don't hold up the games, but he's, it's so much fun run. to go back. It was so amazing at the time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Like back then, I don't know. Like everything else, everyone else ran in such a generic, fucking robotic way. But oh, it was so it was cool. Like, it was like Agent Forty Seven's Walk. Siphon Filter's run was amazing. Ah, <laughs> it really is. It's one of the things. It's the thing I think of first when I think of the games. Same. Yeah. Same. But yeah, the gameplay absolutely massively does not hold up. No, I can imagine. But I'm just hopeful that enough people play these and there's enough interest that they go, "Ah, fuck it, we'll finally make another one. Uh, I'd like to see it. I mean, one, a Siphon Filter game in 2023 could be fucking awesome. I don't know. It didn't really... The only thing I remember is the run. I don't remember the character, the guy, what was the story about, really. Nothing. Espionage. <laughs> Silence pistols. Espionage. <laughs> Stealth. That's all you need. Right, okay. Sounds amazing. <laughs> it does. <laughs> uh, but I quite cool. I saw that Hotshot's got Golf 2 on the PS1 has trophies. Ding, ding. Those Hotshot golf games were amazing back in the day. They were like really... It was like fucking arcade golf. It mm-hmm. was really fun. But mm-hmm. with, I mean, see now, they're probably fucking yeah. not great. Yeah. Not when you've got like golf VR and stuff. Nah, that's true. Do you have golf VR? I've got a walkabout mini golf, which is I'm the. In fact, see, one time I set it up so you can try it when you when you're around, right? right. It's fucking brilliant. It's like crazy golf, mm-hmm. but it's just done to perfection. And all the courses they've got courses based on like the Labyrinth film and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best VR games I've ever played. Okay, last week we saw several seconds of leaked footage from what is supposedly an unannounced Sony title that appeared online. Described as a, quote, sci-fi RPG by the original leaker, it's apparently something that XDev is working on. The rumour is the rumor that has gained the most traction is People Can Fly, the primarily, primarily Polish outfit that most recently released Outriders as the team leading the game. Yeah, I don't like. I, I look back because I thought this was supposed to be like a PlayStation exclusive, and it maybe is. But um, when I look back, it just said the initial rumor said Sony are involved. 
So like they were also involved in Callisto Protocol, but that came to everything because yeah. that people can fly. Like, that Outriders game, it was alright, but it wasn't great. I don't know what like Sony would have looked at with Outriders and went, "Oh, we want to work with this team." Mm. But maybe well, it was competently made. It just wasn't uh, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I suppose maybe if they've got enough input in the story aspect and stuff like that, then maybe it could be mm. really cool. But it looked, I mean, even from like the four seconds, it looked dead mass effecty. Like you just saw like some big fucker in the background and yeah. then a third person guy with a gun, but it wasn't very well modeled or anything. So it's probably a, quite far away. There's also news that a chunk of the Playground Games team that developed Forza Horizon over the last few years have left the studio, forming a new AAA team called Maverick Games. Forza Horizon 5 creative director Mike Brown is heading up the project alongside company Coo CEO Haranider Sanga. I think that's how you see it. Speaking speaking with (laughs) gamesindustry.biz, Brown said in part, as much as I had an amazing journey at Playground, I was asking myself, what's next? Do I stick with this fun, good job, or do I look for other opportunities? This opportunity came up, I was asked what my vision would be for a new studio, and it was lucky, lucky I had an idea in mind. The team that we've got, the setup we've got, gives us confidence and security. The game will be open world, it will be triple A, it will be premium, it will have the ambition to go on and win all the awards. Humble as fuck this guy, eh? Hey. It's <laughs> gonna win all the awards. No concept design or anything yet. I mean, don't be wrong, it's good to have ambition, I would Aye. argue but you know I don't expect him to stand up and say, Aye. I'm about to shit the bed. <laughs> but I, I had to laugh at this. Like so Playground Games, he basically says I mean, he's put it nicely, but He's essentially saying, I'm sick of making racing games and I got an offer to go and form a new AAA studio and make an open world game, mm-hmm. right? Now, fair enough. I had a look. The guy, he did the Forza Horizon 5 DLC, the Forza Horizon 5 game, the Forza Horizon 4 game, and the Forza Horizon 3 DLC. And before that, he was at a team that made Drive Club and Motorstorm mm-hmm. RC. So he's been making racing games yeah. for fucking ages. But is it not interesting... Mm-hmm. That at the t- at the now playground games is also making Fable, which is an open world game, yeah, an open world AAA game. Mm-hmm. How much fucking trouble is that game in? <laughs> because he's went, I'm leaving to make a AAA open world game because I'm sick of making racing games. And you're like, your fucking team is also making that. Maybe he never got that gig though. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe the rumors are true and Fable's in a lot of trouble. Also that, yes. I mean, don't we know? It's cool. It's a new studio. It's an extra game. It's potentially a good one if this guy can fucking walk the walk. But, uh, yeah, maybe says something about what's going on. Hopefully it's good. We'll see it in a bit fucking... I mean, we won't see it. I'll be dead. But uh, <laughs> some of the listeners might see it in about six or seven years. <laughs> Chinese publisher... Playism has announced a brand new update for its high-octane FPS Bright Memory Infinite and the big new feature here is a proper third-person mode for players to enjoy. Dubbed Perspective Assist, the new mode enables a third-person viewpoint during the majority of gameplay with the title 
only switching to first-person perspective when aiming down sights and using skills. The free update is out now for all players on all systems alongside a pair of new paid character skins that are currently exclusive to the PC version. You'd be shocked to hear that when I read this story, uh, the picture they used was of one of these character skins uh, and it was a young girl in a miniskirt. Mm. Because we've probably used that, yes. Mm. Well, they know how to market things. They do, yeah. It's quite cool adding a third person mode. I don't know how jarring it will be, like, every time you aim, it goes into first person. There's a few games that have done that, though. No, I don't think it's jarring. Should be alright. Should be fine. Was it, did Bulletstorm do that? Remember that game, Bulletstorm? It was a good game, actually. Maybe it didn't. I don't remember. Aye. I think I'm talking about my ass, actually. This is that game that... Was made by one person. Aye, aye. Right. Um, and if they added a third person mode, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go back to it because it, it was cool. And it's only it's a really. I know a lot of people think this is like a negative, but it's like the game's like two and a half hours long. And to mm. me, I'm like, oh, I can, I can finish that. Is it not episodic? There's supposed to be more coming out. I think they did say they were going to. I said, well, at first it was Bright Memory. I think it was just called Bright Memory, and it was like a, a like a really short like twenty five minutes. And then Bright Memory Infinite come out, that's technically the game. But yeah, I think they might be making more in that mm. universe or something, I'm not sure. Um, but it was cool, I mean, it's, it's a cool game. I think the only knock about it really was that it was short, but that's not a negative for me. So, an image that originated from 4chan and has been verified by V. GC shows that the upcoming Rocksteady game Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League may be going down the games as a service route. A source has since told VGC that while a battle pass is indeed planned, it will be focusing on cosmetic items such as skins. In addition, the various currencies shown at the top of the leaked image are understood to be XP used to power up and customise skill trees of each anti-hero, effectively making them unique to the player there's a quote here you don't start off debuffed and weak you just start off great and can get ridiculous like Arkham Knight's Batman folk were losing their fucking shit about this earlier because every headline was Suicide Squad as a game as a service service. and folk like fucking hate that I mean I I was devastated Yeah. Uh, not that I'm a massive Justice League fan but I'm a massive Rocksteady fan and Mm -hmm. I've got this game in the fucking Fantasy League uh, and so I, you don't want that pish battle passes and stuff like that but then when you actually read the article and you're like if the battle passes are just oh the shark's got a different fin mm-hmm. and fucking Harley Quinn's underwear's a different colour or something like that then you're like fine I don't yeah. I'll just fucking ign- I'll ignore that you and can I'll entertain it if you want but Aye. if you don't then fine mm-hmm. so if it's that fair enough yeah. but if it's all this other pish then fuck off mm-hmm. And die in a fire. Okay. There's not been any high profile fires recently, has there? Um, I mean, probably somewhere in the world. Right. I think think it was was a fair comment. (laughs) Okay, two quick items to round out the news. Rumour is that the next big PlayStation 5 firmware update will land in March and will be when full Discord support is integrated. So come join our Discord, and soon you'll be able to get abuse flung at you, even when you try to game. Also, we recently found out that Simon Pegg will voice the headmaster in Hogwarts Legacy too. Mm. I definitely think that's interesting. One, I think Simon Pegg's voice will lend itself quite well 
to a headmaster in Hogwarts. Yeah. But also, everyone knows that Harry Potter fans are fond of pegging. And so... Pegging? Yeah. You're in the dating scene. Don't act like you don't know oh, what know fucking what pegging, pegging is. is. Not, but why Harry Potter fans fans are that? Harry Potter fans are weird and Pagan's weird. Oh, right, okay. He's just been He's horrible just ignore him. Yeah. Yeah. Let's ignore him. Just throwing shade mm-hmm. at the Potterverse. Okay, that's all for this week's nudes. Yay! <laughs> okay, so we are heading to post-apocalyptic America now as the Sony PlayStation franchise, The Last of Us, has now aired its first episode, which we're going to discuss. The TV show does follow the narrative of the game, so it's unlikely that if you've played the game, well, there will be story spoilers. But I'm just going to give you that spoiler warning now in case you haven't seen it and would rather skip forward. Do that now. Yeah. For everyone else. Also, all that's left is the outro, so you'd be better just turning it off, really. Well, yeah, true. Because <laughs> you're skipping forward just for Jess <laughs> to say bye. <laughs> okay, so if you're a relatively new listener, for a very long time, we have painstakingly watched all the gaming movie adaptations and TV shows. I think we've covered a few, haven't we? Um, mm-hmm. Each week we picked one, we watched it, reviewed it, and the following week, and loads of them were absolutely panned by critics. But not us. Well, I was going to say and us, because I panned a lot of them. <laughs> um, but has The Last of Us broken the curse on gaming TV crossovers? The series has been described as, quote, comfortably the best adaptation of a video game ever made. We're obviously yet to see the full series, um, but critic reviews are insane oh, so the, far these for reviews this. are for the full series aye yeah. they've seen the whole ah, season yeah, yeah. so okay. on IMDB it's currently sitting 9.6 out of 10 which is it's the highest rated TV show ever there. just now I think Phenomenal. yep the aye. tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes is 99% which means it's fucking epic yep so yeah <laughs> right so let's maybe start with the casting okay we don't oh, we, yeah. we don't we don't need to go super deep but into the casting, but like as in extras and stuff like that. But like the main characters, what okay. what do we think of the casting? Okay. Let's start with Sarah because she obviously is the kind of first character we see. Um, and I guess in spa- expanding on the game, we see the entirety of Sarah's day. Yeah, which we don't get in the game, and it kind of leads up to the outbreak. And I just think it gives us probably more time to fall in love with the character and see her relationship with Joel. Mm-hmm. Um. At first, I was like, she looks very familiar, mm-hmm. but she's like a young child actress. She's the fucking spitting image of her mum, man. Yeah, it's and then we realised her mum was... Thandie Newton as oh, her mum. Yeah. Honestly, oh. see now, see if you look at the girl, it's yeah. scary. <laughs> she just looks like a mini version yeah, of her. Yeah, I'm seeing it now, yeah. Fucking hell. I know that. I, I, I remember when she was cast, and then I remember a story saying, oh, it was Thandie Newton's daughter. Mm. And, and she was I good as well. Oh, she was great. I, I, I don't think I'd ever seen her though. But as soon as, as soon as I saw her, I'm like, oh, she looks fucking familiar. What the fuck? And then it was just like, mm. and then we were talking about it. I was like, I think she's her daughter. And as soon as I looked, I'm like, fuck. I mean, the hair, obviously. Yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah. I, no, I thought she was really she good. She played it well, and and she she definitely, uh, I guess, sucks you in because I suppose in the game you obviously you play as Sarah. Yeah. in the initial scene so like they really needed to set that up so mm-hmm. that you like 
I don't know, got that emotion when she spoiler dies. Um, yeah, because uh, you need because that's his whole arc. Yeah, and, uh, uh-huh. that's what drives him to be the person he is when we pick up twenty years later. Yeah, so I'm so glad you need to connect yeah, it. I'm glad they sort of expanded that to, uh, to get yeah. you a bit more depth of her character. Because definitely, like when you, when you play the game, because you control her and the way she moves, the the realness of the the way she sort of creeps around trying to look for Joel, like you even though you're only with her for like 10 minutes you get that connection Mm -hmm. so you're gutted when she dies Mm -hmm. and I remember thinking how are they going to pull that off in the show because in the show if you see someone for 5 minutes you'll be like whatever Uh, I don't fucking care care. so what they did was they expanded that out to the first 20-25 minutes Mm -hmm. and they showed how nice a girl she was by going and getting her dad's watch fixed and she's fucking round entertaining the neighbours that just look like the worst but they showed her relationship with her dad which is always like a good relationship yeah but she's over at those neighbours and she's like can we make cookies and she's like, chocolate cookies? No. And it was fucking raisins or something like that. I'd have fucking walked straight out that door. But I fucking hope a pandemic takes you right out, you witch. Do you want to come round and make cookies? Oh, almonds. Fuck off. <laughs> but no, she was good. Yeah, she was good. Joel? Hold on, before we move from Ellie, one thing I thought was really cool, and I'd got to admit, I didn't notice this, I read it. But, so the t-shirt Ellie. she wears... And when she's going about during the day, yes, uh, it's the same. T- it's like a band, and it's the same T-shirt she wore in the game as well. Mm-hmm. But and I don't know if that's the case in the game. I've never heard this before until today. But interestingly, on the back of her T-shirt, it's got tour dates, and it's got like a map. And on the map, each tour date is a place where Joel and Ellie go later in the game. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. So Joel. Really good casting here, I think. Yeah. yeah. Even down to like his accent, and I don't know if he's putting more of an accent on, but I'm like, that's how Joel sounds. I don't oh. think he is, because there was certain times when I was like, he sounds like the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that, to be fair. Uh, but, um, but he's good. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah. And we also queried, like, at one point when we were watching it, we were like, how are they going to make him look older? And then you see him older, like, oh, yeah, okay, looks older yeah. now. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no, I thought he was really, really good. I did think it was funny when we commented on it. I don't know if you noticed, right? But, like, um, what's her name? Nico Parker, the girl who plays Sarah. Although she is, she's, I think she's supposed to be, like, 13 or something. But in real life, I think she's, like, 18. But she's quite tall. Like, she's almost the height of Joel. Right. And so, I mean, she clearly doesn't wave any much, but she's still almost as tall as him and so see the scene where he's having to like carry her when he's mm. running away from them it just looks so awkward it looks like it he's does. struggling oh, right, like he's right. got her up like that and he's trying to run away with her and I'm like they kept doing quick cuts and I'm like I don't think he was able to hold her for too long <laughs> like because he just he was not moving fast yeah, that and probably they've had to very cleverly like I don't know position her and make her look make herself look smaller yeah. by scrunching up a bit more if you know what I mean yeah because um, they obviously just she was the character they wanted but I don't know I mean by the time they cast her and the time that she did it she maybe had a growth spurt yeah, or something true. but she was the size of him true. but yeah Joel I think yeah he just kind of sucks you in Aye. straight away as well and it's just those little moments that you come through in the game that again are relived in this and it's just for example when uh not long after that the outbreak occurs and they're heading to wherever they're heading and there's a family 
Oh yeah, on the side of the road. There's a family on the side of the road needing help, and there's that moment of Aye. do I help them? Do I not? And he's like the no. next person. The next person will stop. <laughs> yeah, and that you know that slowly opens up his character, and you you. I'd have done. Start I'd have done the same. Ah, he's, looking can, out, he's looking out for his family though I consider myself a nice guy but if I thought my family was in danger I'd be like nah no, you've got to look after number one yeah. I think you? it's moments like this though that w- what this, this series is going to do for people who've not played the game it's going to make them reflect and I think that that's I don't know I just think it's going to be so appealing to a broad range of people yeah. because the story's so captivating Anyway, and it does make you reflect on, oh, what would I do in this situation? Mm. Oh, they've done a good, they've done a good job of setting up the story because we know what the story is. Mm-hmm. I think they've done a really good job with that talk show. Yeah, at the, right at the beginning, up, yeah. setting up how this is going to happen, mm-hmm. and it's aye. like, all oh, right, right, and it was like ten, five, ten minutes, and mm-hmm. it just told you everything you need to know about it. Mm-hmm. Imagine the boys. The fucking cock of the walk. That guy was like, "Aye, this could happen." I might see if he's still, if he was still alive in that world when that happened. He mm. must have been walking about like fucking King Dick. <laughs> John like Hanna. Do you like he's that? British I, actor. I fucking predicted this, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Interesting that they changed the date. So in the original game, it's set in twenty thirteen when the game released. That's when you have the uh, the, the thing with Sarah, aye, and then it moves forward twenty years to twenty thirty three, and that's mm. where the game takes place. Mm. Whereas here they went with two thousand and three, mm. and then it jumps forward to modern day. Twenty twenty three. So that was a wee bit interesting. Yeah. Just probably ties it in better and stuff like that. But obviously, it was interesting as well that they they spoke. I don't know. I, I felt like they tried to sort of bring it home quite a bit by like mentioning pandemic. And like, do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Mm. Like it felt like they had influenced a little bit off of the way things have happened in the world yeah. recently. Tess, what did we think of the casting for Tess? Oh, I was. Super, I didn't know this was Anna Torv, and I really like Anna Torv. She was on a program that I loved called Fringe. Mm-hmm. All right, um, really good program. But she's also just like she's in Mind Hunter as well, and right. she's in the. Uh, a kind of Australian program called Secret City and that, and I just, I just really like that. And I was, I didn't know because I never looked it up. Only casting I knew was mm-hmm. the Joel and Ellie. Yeah, and uh, and like when I seen her, I was like, is that Anna Torv? And I was like, oh yeah, beauty, because I just know she's a really good actress. Yeah. So I already knew right away that the part was in good hands. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I, I, she's a really, really good actress. Mm-hmm. She does well. Mm-hmm. She does do well. Yeah. Did oh, she like- not get killed quite soon though? Yeah. Aye, I think I don't think she. Once was, they can uh, get aye. to the fire, the drop-off point. I'll know? be I'll be surprised if she's in episode three. Yeah, mm. that's right. Yeah. Uh, I that's thought a shame. I thought it was quite interesting because the video game left it quite ambiguous as to whether Joel and Tess were together. in a platonic relationship or a romantic relationship. But this but one, this you they know. definitely mm. leaned on the more yeah. Yeah, they, they did. They did still sort of in a way try to show a little bit of hostility because like she comes in and she climbs into the bed and he just fucking turns around. Mm. Like I mean, they obviously are in some form of relationship and stuff like yeah, that. And they I think they, they do. Other, al- they yeah. do allude to that in the game a bit as well, mm. obviously. But mm. yeah, they in sort the of game. They, I get the impression more that they were just like. If they felt kind of like fuck buddies, kinda, I <laughs> kind of they felt they just like they were there to uh, like Wanky satisfy each other's 
<laughs> satisfy each other's needs. You know what I mean? But that's why the program makes it seem more like they're actually yeah. in a relationship yeah. more than anything else. Well, he's fucking livid when he finds out about uh, Robert Robert Batterner. Oh, well, Robert's sure. cronies Batterner. Yeah. And then I guess Ellie. What do we think of her? Good as well. I think she's. I, I don't know. Time will tell, I suppose. But the fight she shows. See when she's like chained uh, up. The sort of the constant like rebellion. I like that, and it felt very Ellie. Mm-hmm. Like she, she is one that I don't know. Like see Joel. I now see Joel. Like the the character, I, I see him as the video game character. Like mm-hmm. I can see it, but I'm not quite there with Ellie yet. Mm. Like what what's the girl that plays? What's Ashley her name Johnson. again? I know, but the girl that's playing on the the Game of Thrones girl. What's her name? Game of Thrones. Is she in Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. The young girl. She's from Game of Thrones. That's playing just, Ellie. Just, hold on. Uh, Ellie. She's her name's Bella Ramsey. Aye, Bella Ramsey. Like she does have a face like a a chopping board. Like it's a completely flat face with nose on it. <laughs> right. But um, I mean, I, what the fuck? I, sorry to go back to that. I never even watched Game of Thrones. I know she was in it. <laughs> like you've seen Game of Thrones, eh? No, no, I just didn't recognise her. Right. She's only in it for nine episodes. Oh, right, fair enough. I thought she's a bigger character. But yeah, I, so far I think she's done a really good job. I think she's shown that like rebellious side. She's shown that like I don't know. She's I I, I believe that she's grown up in that world mm-hmm. and like. I don't know. She doesn't trust anyone. She's got a knife. She looks like she's quite handy with it. She's willing to fucking fight anybody. Like I, I think she's gonna. I think she's gonna do a fucking brilliant job later yeah. on. Yeah. She didn't have that much time to shine in episode one, but I think she's gonna fucking. Yeah. I think she's be really good. Yeah, here's hoping. Um, so there are four actors from the games that star in the series adaptation. So we mm. have Marlene. Marlene, yeah, Merle Dandridge. Um, she reprises the role as Marlene. Ah, so um, she plays Marlene and in this game and the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, we've got Ashley Johnson, Troy Baker, and Jeffrey Pierce. We've not yet seen them. They're all playing different characters. Yeah. They're playing the game though. Yeah, so obviously they've yet to be shown. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are they playing? Ashley Johnson and uh, Troy oh. Baker are playing characters that were not in the game. They're oh, playing. They're, they're playing new characters, Anna and I'm, I can't remember uh, who the last guy's playing. But yeah, I believe that um, hmm. uh, Meryl Dandridge. She's the only one, isn't she? That's mm. playing the role that she yeah. actually played in the game. Yeah. Oh no, this is brilliant casting. Just seen it. What? You know who plays Bill? Mm-hmm. Nick Offerman? Yep. That is genius. It's great, isn't it? That is really good. I'm really looking forward to him coming into it. I think he'll be excellent. I can see him just as... Uh, his voice, man. Aye. And imagine him just sitting there, stubborn as fuck, and raging. He'll play an amazing Bill. Yeah, he'll do he'll that be brilliant. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on from characters, like, what did you think of the set and the tone of the world? I mean, they've, there's a huge budget behind this. So, I, like, hell. as we're watching it, I'm thinking, fuck, they've made all of this. That, 12 million an episode. That clicker on the wall, I was like, how long would that have taken to, like, sculpt and mould and paint okay, and for, mental. like, 10 seconds of footage? Yeah. <laughs> just like it's mad, but e- even effective j- and cool as fuck. Even just, like, the quarantine zone, like, apparently they, they built... Like they the fucking, game. They yeah. built half of that. Yeah. It seemed like the game. Expanded it out, like... 
I I just I thought they really the way they brought the world to life because obviously in the game you see very isolated sort of areas mm-hmm. like The Last of Us is more linear than you actually think yeah. like but in this like they showed like some wide shots and it really like the quarantine zone really felt like I lived in yeah. So, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, it, even, it does that wide shot, and you can yeah, see all the, yeah, but people even, walking up and down the street. Even and, some of the, like the little, like I don't know, just I think there's a shot where Joel's waiting on Tess, speaking to somebody at like a little cafe or bar type thing. And I remember as I was watching it, like it's just a, a shot with Joel in the middle. But I'm looking at the bricks on the side of the screen, and there's like torn bits of like you know, like a, a poster's been put on it and then ripped off and stuff mm, like that. Right. Like, they've went uh, to the effort of all that kind of stuff. Like, and mm. most, you wouldn't, like, probably see it, but I don't know what, maybe just from my perspective, I was like, look what they've done there, uh, that's stupid. The, the attention to detail <laughs> on it. Uh, the attention to detail on it. But it's stuff your subconscious mad. will pick up mm-hmm. and you'll just, you'll be more engrossed in it just naturally because it is, like, just, you know what I mean? They're like adding all these wee flourishes to stuff. Yeah. I just kept, when I was watching the episode, I just kept on thinking about the game. Yeah. And how, like, the bit that really took me back to the game was when they were in the car. Yeah. And and the way the camera was set yeah. up was yeah. the exact same as yep. the game. They and put I was you in the back like, seat of the car. Aye, and I just remember when, when you control uh, her in the game, you kind of move and the camera goes back and forth. Yep. And uh, I was just like, this looks so much like the position of the camera looks. So, like, it was a really nice same. nod. A really nice it was nod. Really nice. Uh, and I thought that was cool. Another cool Easter egg that I can't take credit for, but rang a bell uh, when I heard it was so back when they're with Sarah and they sit down to watch him and Joel sit. Her, sorry, her and Joel sit down to watch the film. Yeah. The film is uh, Curtis and Viper Two. Now, classic. I, well, in The Last of Us Part 2, like, Joel mentions that that's his favourite film. And so they've went back and retconned that and made that the film that they stick on. Oh, that's cool. Like, little things like that. Like, you only get that because Neil Druckmann it was involved uh-huh. as a screenwriter. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, you, can only, stuff I, like that. you can go, oh, but if you're going to watch a film... Yeah, he can put in little bits like that that even the biggest fan would not have thought to do. And then you go, oh, that's why it's his favourite film because it's the last film we watched with Sarah. Yes. (laughs) Before she died. (laughs) And it just adds so much more to it out of fucking nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've got down stuff here about um, some of the differences from the game. Uh, Obviously, the fact that it's in 2000, it starts in 2003 instead of 2013, modern day instead of 2033. Um, There's no spores. In the HBO version, so it's not airborne. Like in the game, obviously they have to sometimes put the masks on and stuff yeah. like that. I'm not exactly sure why they did this. There's probably details about it online. So maybe because pro- they don't want half the program them having masks on. That's yeah. that's the conclusion I came yeah. to. Like people are probably screaming at their fucking iPod shuffle. They're now going, no, it's not. It's because of this. But to me, that would be part. Of, that was what, the re- that's what that. I came to. Yeah. Like, why would you want them to have masks on and stuff like that? It takes away from the performances, and you're not really losing anything by exactly. not having it. Yeah. And also, if it's airborne, why is it only airborne in a fucking really small area and not all over the place? Mm. <laughs> uh, which was a wee bit of an issue from the game. Um, so, what are they saying in the program then, exactly? How how is it transmitted? <sighs> I've not really got into that. No, I mean, I so. presumably, like that uh, old old nutter at the beginning was trying to bite 
So that oh, is it back to that again? Don't know. But it she might had, be. She had, aye, she had been at the hospital aye. in the so, city, so and so, presumably brought it back from. Aye, so whether they elaborate on that mm. later. Yeah. Um, right, uh, aye, so you, obviously you see more life at the quarantine zone, like the kind of work that Joel and Tess do. They never they, they allude to that in the game, but they don't really go into it as much. Like obviously that kind of horrible moment where. The like Tess just can't dump the body of the kid mm-hmm. that you see, mm-hmm. and Joel has no issue with it. Like, just mm-hmm. it's, it shows that he's just he's fucking eyes ah, numb and he's nah, dead he's to the world. the world. Um, but again, I thought that was like a nice touch to like for an audience that hasn't seen the game to be like, aye, ah, he's fucking the yeah. last 20 years have fucking changed him. Um, and then obviously you see like Joel's like basically making deals with like the army. Yeah. He's like dealing pills and presumably weed. I'm not sure, but like he's obviously like a kind of guy around town that he does go out and he gets stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is alluded to in the game, obviously, but they they sort of expand on that more. Uh, and the last thing was when they get to Robert, he's already dead. Mm-hmm. So in the game, you kill Robert, mm-hmm. but in here you appear and he's fucking dead on the floor and I don't know why they changed that at first Mm. I sort of thought or maybe they didn't want the gore of like Joel would obviously have had to knock absolute fuck out of him him but then five minutes later he fucking punches that guard to death so maybe or maybe they just didn't want two of them back to back I don't know they wanted to show how capable Marlene was because she's taken out all these guys like I'm not sure what the thinking behind that was Mm. because you did sort of they sort of played it up as if like when Joel found out that it was Robert that did that to Mar- uh, to Tess mm-hmm. and then she says he's terrified of you mm-hmm. like I was like oh man Robert's fucking get it this is going to be good but then you turn up and he's the one that's the dead body behind the door yeah. not I, sure I think it's because like the way they set it up is he wouldn't have just killed the guy he would have wanted to hurt him and, mm. and like you're saying probably didn't want guard, to torture him well like you're saying with that guard he punches his face to fuck Aye. it would be this. it would be the same thing again essentially yeah. yeah I think it's a lot to do with the the sort of character building in the first episode mm. like that would probably change your impression of him if he's, Aye, if he's killed two guys in the first Aye, episode like two people yeah. whereas you're, doing, you're seeing obviously he's He's got he's got that in him where he can pummel somebody to death, but you don't yeah. need to see that twice in the space of ah, yeah. fifteen minutes. Yeah, it defeats the point. There's every chance it is that, and obviously it, it also does understatedly show that Marlene's hard as fuck because she and her friend had mm. fucked them mm. all over. Um, yeah, and then obviously it's sort of ends shortly after that. But many episodes is there? Uh, eight, I believe. But I mean, it's almost yep. certainly going to get a season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are each week. Oh, nine. We are oh, nine. each week going to obviously talk about each episode. So yeah. <laughs> that is the plan. Yeah, we'll do I mean, obviously, we'll probably have less to say with subsequent episodes because we're not going to go through the, the sort of casting. Well, we will when the likes are. Um, aye, other folk come in. Aye. Uh, when we get new characters in. But we've had the sort of the main characters shown to us in episode one. But. I mean, like, I'd, obviously, usually we rate stuff and we usually rate it in pies, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like that's the way to go with this because already you can tell it's good enough that I think every episode mm-hmm. would be a four or five pies. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
I was thinking we'd use maybe like the website the website rating system, which is one to ten, and you get point fives as well, just so that we can get a sort of just so we can look back on what episodes we thought were best after it and stuff like that. Um, so what I mean, what would you think for a for a first episode around twenty minutes prologue of the game? Because uh, the other episodes are going to be a wee bit shorter, I imagine. Like anyway. I would think so, aye. Yeah. What would you rate it, Jeff? I don't know, it's quite hard to put a number on it. Like, I enjoyed every minute of it, I wanted more straight away. Um, I'd go on 9.5. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, no. I was going to say 9.4 before you said 9.5. Well, it's, I mean, did you listen to me there when I said it's yeah. 1 to 10, but in 0. 0.5 increments? Oh, sorry, no. Right, aye. <laughs> Yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> so probably a nine point five then. Probably, yep. Probably, yes. Yep. What yourself, Anne? Uh, nine, uh, like a nine. Nine. Uh, <laughs> fucking awesome. Two nine point five is a nine. I, th- I, th- I thought it was absolutely excellent. I'm I just so wanted it- to watch more right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the feeling. Yeah, isn't it? I, don't be mm-hmm. wrong. I like the idea of for the next. Nine Month. weeks, it's like Month every Monday I'm going to sit and watch the next episode of The Last of Us. That's cool. But yeah, in the moment when that fucking episode ended, I was like, oh, oh, use it, use it. I want Is it too late to email Sony PR yeah. and ask for a screener? Is it, is it? Yeah, we did We did put a little poll on Twitter just to sort of gauge public opinion so far. 65% have said it's great, 22% good, 3% average, and 11%, I don't know who these people are, said bad. Xbox fanboys. Ah, uh, yeah, that'll be it. Um, <laughs> I'm interested to hear from people who have not played the game. Yeah. Yes. I would like, so if you are... Which is probably not our audience. No, it's probably not, but <laughs> no. if you are, or if you know of someone... Do you want me to go to the streets and canvas? No. Um... I could be the man on the on on the on the ground floor. I could go out, sit outside Asda and just play. Oh, <laughs> did you watch? Did you watch the last of us? <laughs> um, so yeah, do write in. Let us know your thoughts if you are one of those people. Um, I, but maybe it's someone that's yeah, not played. It. I think there'll be a lot of wags who will be. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a lot of guys that are going to sit down and be like, oh, you might like it. Just watch it. Aye. Mm-hmm. Aye, there was about three or four on our Discord that were like, aye, the missus has said uh, she'll give it a go. So I'm interested. In fact, they could get in touch. Let us know. Yeah. Did your, yeah. Sig- did your significant other enjoy it? Surely they did. I think they will. I think it's a good enough made show that, I don't know, similar to like how many people loved The Walking Dead. I mean, I know apparently it got shite late on, but at the beginning, mm-hmm. everybody was obsessed with The Walking Dead. Yeah. How many folk were like, I hate zombies? That Walking Dead's really fucking good. Because mm-hmm. it's about the people, Aye. it's about the characters. Aye, and, yeah. uh, you know, we know it's a good story already. Yeah, um, well, they, didn't, they didn't like gore and sex, but they're like, Game of Thrones is fucking amazing. <laughs> but that's, that's thing, it's no, it's not about this fungus and fake. It's about it's the just, characters. It's just about that's happened in the world and this is the people I'm to deal with mm-hmm. the yeah. world and the living. journey that ensues. And you're going yeah. to get some amazing performances. Mm-hmm. The thing I'm most looking forward to uh, is seeing more of the enemies. Like, I want to see, as Andy said, a bloater. A bloater. Like, yeah. how well are they going to do them? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just... I'm, I'm told they use, like, practical effects and stuff like that, so it's going to literally be somebody so in a fucking better. mad costume. Like, I just... I, I want to see that. We never got it much of that. No. But that one that was stuck to the wall was basically it. Yeah. Mm. Like, let's fucking go. Let's see. 
I think it's going to look incredible. Like, I'm thinking of, uh, again, don't want to get too far ahead because there might be someone listening to us that's only watched the first episode. I know Jess went, uh, one of you went ahead and said about someone dying. Good job there. Uh, they did but, say spoilers. Aye, <laughs> right, for episode one. <laughs> <sighs> but um, the scene in the, uh, is it in the school, the basketball court? Yes, when yeah. with, the, with the bloaters, yeah, like I'm look, I'm like, how do they do that? How fucking cool is that scene gonna look? Mm-hmm. What about again? There's a part when you get into like a bas- in, an indoor basketball court. I think oh, it's at the yeah, school. Aye, and, the, aye, and there's like two bloaters. I think That's come right. in. So why else have I played it now? But aye, so right. either one or two, and you're like, fuck me, what the fuck am I supposed to do? This bastard. Yeah, that's right. Aye, that's the first time you encountered it. Only got four fucking bullets. That's right. So yeah. I don't know. I, w- I would honestly you, like... You come busting out the closet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Big bloated cock. <laughs> Lovely. But yeah, looking forward to next week. Looking forward to continuing oh, on with Tilo. HBO Tilo. Okay. Tilo. Fucking YOLO. And yeah, that is us for this week's episode, I'm afraid. That's all we've got to say. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. We shall see you in a week's time for, I don't know, what we're doing next week? Reviewing episode two of this, the latest news. Another segment that I've yet to devise. Stay tuned. Yeah. And in the meantime, you can head to puredietgaming.com for all other stuff. And don't eat rice. Do eat fried rice. Good to you. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao.